Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. Let me just try and see if my dad can sing. Mfundi, see, Dad, over to Simtanda. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Maskes, do me some of Dad. Good morning. Good morning. The Bible says, God inhabits. The praises. The praises of his people. Amen. Amen. And amen. 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 No, we bless the Lord. Thank you so much for making time for us again this morning. Uh, my family, if you've just joined us, joining us on the line is Professor Vianin Tintili. He's teaching us this morning, continuing or rather wrapping up on um, our topic of salvation. And uh, what we've done over this whole year um, is try and understand salvation, look at it with fresh, you know, eyes and, and uh, discard predispositions and any other knowledge that we had so that we could hear God afresh and indeed the Lord was faithful. I think Sifundi Lesivile Dada and so part of the questions that came across um, um, as we were teaching and asking questions and just allowing the family to ask questions, one of the uh, questions that did come is why is it that the people of God you know, who who are called, you know, by the name of the Lord, Christians, followers of Christ, whatever we call ourselves. Why is it that we are still connected or inclined to the recognition and sometimes worship of ancestors? And, you know, for me, Dada, it's, um, it's really a very difficult um, conversation for me because, you know, I'm still trying to understand where does culture begin or rather where is culture at its purest at what point does culture begin to offend god we understand what i'm trying to understand to say that for example you know there's cultural practices um i'm going to talk about the black community because i think when we talk about christians we, we can't especially as south africans we can't hide away from the fact that indians do things differently even when you walk into an in a christian indian home there's a certain way in which they behave black people do you know and white people um, and colored people. So, so the, the, there's a cultural acknowledgement that needs to happen. Simple things like, you know, when a black man wants to get married, they have to go and pay dowry. You know, it's, and even Indian people do that. But you find that in the white community, it doesn't get done. So for me, within that whole process, there's then other processes that, that maybe overstep the boundary. But the question here, that, that, so that, we don't come across as if we are, um, what's the right word? We are undermining certain cultural practices by just giving it a, a blanket name and say it's the worship of ancestors. Help us with this with this topic, Dad. Okay. Let me be frank with you. <laughs> uh, and to say that uh, one thing that I would think with us is that uh, we, we are strangers and aliens on earth. And the Bible actually says that our citizenship is in heaven, mm. where we await the return of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ from there. Mm. Uh, and therefore, we 
behave as if our footing in ship is on earth and that we are strangers and aliens in heaven. Uh, we distort that death. We want to be more comfortable here on earth and be very uncomfortable with the idea that we are citizens of heaven. That's number one. Number two, uh, there is no culture which is uh, which is 100% wrong. Mm. And there is no culture which is 100% right. Mm. So every culture has some good things in it, and those things that are good uh, must be enhanced by the gospel. Mm. But now, the issue then is, what is the criteria that we use for determining whether the culture is right here and wrong there? Now, the criteria is the word of God. Mm. Well, it, when, whenever the culture does not conflict uh, with the word of God, does not contradict the word of God, then it is right. Example. The African culture um, uh, stresses the issue of respect for an example, mm. respect for older people. And the Bible does too. And therefore, the, that aspect of our culture, which does not conflict with the word of God, which promotes uh, what the word of God says, then it's right. But whenever the culture goes contrary to the word of God, then the question that Peter asked, decide for yourself who who we shall listen to, mm. who we shall obey. Shall we obey men or shall we obey God? Then the choice is clear and cut out for us. When the culture uh, contradicts the word of God, then we go against the culture uh, and we, 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 we cling to the word of God. <laughs> so that's important uh, for us to understand. So there are many, many things that are very good in our culture, mm. and uh, there are also very things that we are wrong in our culture. For an example, in all the days in our culture, we didn't believe that it was right for a human being to give birth to twins. Mm. We thought that uh, only animals can give birth to more than one child. And therefore, when uh, twins were born, uh, we would kill the second one. Because we thought that the second one was a tupolosh, uh, was not a child. Mm. Uh, and then missionaries, who came uh, built up, uh, built uh, orphanages, and they took uh, the second child who was to be killed and spared that child. Uh, so now let's come then to the issue of the worship of the departed. Mm-hmm. There are two things that we would need to do. Uh, People have departed, we need to remember them. 
we fondly remember them if they are worthy of being remembered. Hi, Bodata. This was this was something was uh, an accuser, and it was uh, uh, a person beat up your mother, a person uh, uh, abused you. What makes him now a saint all of a sudden when he dies? Hey, yeah. Sam. Because uh, with us, once you have, you have died, then you, you are a saint. As if death sanctifies you. And it doesn't. It doesn't, amen. So, uh, we, 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 could, we could respect the dead, uh, but not worship them. We respect them, but not worship them. <laughs> Can I, can, I just uh, ask, can I just ask a quick so question? So we don't go to them and talk to them. We don't uh, pay homage to them. We don't uh, slaughter things to them. Because once we do that, we, 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 we worship them. The Bible says, Thou shalt have no other gods mm. before me. You shall not make for yourself an idol. In the form of everything in heaven above. Mm. Pour on earth, or beneath the earth, or in the waters below. You shall not bow down to them and worship them. For I, the Lord your God, am jealous God, who punishes the children for the sins of their fathers, to the third and fourth generation of those who hate me. So it is as if now, if you worship the dead, then you are showing hatred for God. Mm. That's what the Bible says. Uh, it says that you don't uh, really appreciate God. You appreciate the dead more than God. You hate God. And therefore, and there are many other scriptures that talk about I seriously against worshiping the dead. Uh, and even every culture, even the culture of white, has got many, many, many things that are wrong. Mm. Uh, which must, and those things must be purified by the gospel. Uh, there's a book written by a man who loved God a lot, John Stott. S-T-O-T-T, John Stott. Mm. And uh, uh, it's it, 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 Counterculture. He talks about Christians as people of counterculture. So that in some areas where our culture is wrong, then we ask for the culture of it. Mm. And in areas where our culture is right, we enhance it. Even when it is right, it is the gospel that cleanses the culture. It is the gospel that cleanses the culture. It is the word of God. Sure, and enhances the good things in the culture. So what am I saying? You don't throw away culture. Lock, stock, and barrel. And you also don't embrace culture. Lock, stock, and barrel. You just uh, use the gospel, the word of God. Uh, uh, You filter the culture through the word of God. You use the word of God to clear the culture of things that are wrong and to enhance the things that are right in it. That's very important. Extremely important. But let's not forget we are citizens of heaven. Mm-hmm. There's another culture. 
because of her, we should not forget that. Because mm-hmm. the culture is a different culture uh, that we that we, we, we must embrace. That is the culture of our home, and our home is in heaven. Amen. We are ambassadors here. It's just like if you go to America as an ambassador to represent South Africa, and all of a sudden you throw away the culture of South Africa, you embrace the culture of America, where you are an ambassador. What kind of an ambassador are you? A terrible one. A terrible one. Hmm. Terrible one. Dada, can I just ask a quick question before uh, we take a break? Um, So you say that uh, we must respect the day. I mean, the point is clear, you know, but I just want to understand. So you say we must respect the dead, uh, but we must not worship them. And then you explained what worshiping would entail. So what would respect entail? And the reason I ask is because, I mean, there's all sorts of sort of beliefs and practices. Other people don't visit graves. Other people feel like when you visit a grave, it's worship. You know, there's there's a whole lot of things around this thing. I mean, subtle and some not so subtle. So what does respect entail? Uh, you are right, because there are churches who also promote the worship of the dead uh, by using the phrase, veneration of the faith, as the word they use. What's to venerate is to respect. Oh, okay. And then, uh, veneration of the, the faith, then they say that uh, 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 the saints are venerated, and therefore our dead ones are also saints and they must be venerated. To respect the, the dead uh, is number one. There are several things that we can do. Personally, I don't think there's anything wrong if you know where your father is buried and, um, and to go to your, to your, the grave of your father. If you see that uh, there's grass that is growing all over and uh, it, it is not clean, you go and clean the place where the remains of your father are put. Mm. Okay. But you don't go there and begin to talk to your father. <laughs> you are just going to clean the, around the grace so that you make it clean. Um, I'm not sure whether in, in the city that is allowed, mm. uh, but uh, to clean ar- around it, uh, in the rural areas, there's a place where you bury the dead, then you go and clean around there. But uh, once you begin to talk now there and uh, do things when you are worshiping, sure. mm. and you begin to tell them how things are and how that uh, they must uh, uh, then talk to God, uh, on your behalf, because the Bible says there is one mediator between God and man. That is Christ. Uh, Christ says when you ask anything in His name, mm-hmm. in His name, He will do it. So that is what someone speaks for us to God, mm-hmm. uh, the Father. It is God the Son in, and even God the Holy Spirit. So, cleaning up the place, that is the right. Yesterday, I came back from a service mm-hmm. uh, that took place. Uh, my sister, uh, cousin's sister, died 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And then they, 
had what we call memoria. Oh. And they were just, uh, in, uh, they were the service. They were not trained to her. They were simply just uh, memorializing her, remembering things that she, she, she had done. Celebrating her memory. To me, that was not a ancestral worship. It was just a remembrance of what uh, they had done. Don't you remember Paul? Paul not a dead man. Apostle Paul is dead, isn't it? Yes, no, he died, Dad. He died, he died. But we remember the things that uh, he, he said and so forth. We do. Mm. We do. We remember Moses, we remember David, we remember Daniel and others. Um, but we don't worship, we don't pray to them. Uh, but we remember the good things that they, they, they did. So oh. if we simply uh, remember the good that they did, uh, but now what is terrible is that when you don't remember the, the dead before they die, mm. you remember them after they are dead. I don't know whether they would not, I, I wish they would raise, they would rise from their dead and they stop what they are doing, they have never done it for me while I was alive. Okay, so we must respect our parents Amen. while they are alive and show respect to them and love them. We must obey the good things they taught us while they are alive. Mm. And then we must now, another way of remembering uh, and respecting uh, the departed is when we inculcate what they taught us, it was good. Mm. Pass it on, pass it on to the next generation. The Bible says that about uh, Moses, that this teaching that, that you are getting from me, as a servant of the Lord, pass it on to your children. We shall pass it on to their children. That's a better way of uh, respecting the death. That's amazing. Then yes. I, then I'd like now, to... just, just one quick thing. Mm-hmm. Because now, uh, we are Christians, we don't want to give a bad, a bad uh, example. Uh, it, we should be careful what we do. Mm. So that people don't know think that we go to the grave to, uh, to worship. So we need to be very, very thoughtful of what we do. Uh, do, do. Do you understand me? No, I get you, Dada. And in actual fact, as you speak, I already have an example. For example, let's just say now I decide to remember my great-grandfather because he raised yes. me. And during that memorial, I then slaughter a sheep because I want people to eat. But do you realize that already there's a connotation there? That's why then it is important that uh, you, you, you explain this. Mm. Uh, there's, there's the inner program, there's a part that says in the beginning, uh, uh, someone explaining the occasion of mm. the day, something like that. Mm-hmm. And tell them that uh, uh, it's a good time to give a testimony. I am a born again child of God. Amen. I Christ as my Lord and Savior. I worship no other God. I, I accept the God of heaven. So I, I want to explain to you that this is not uh, a central worship in disguise. <laughs> uh, we, we are not doing this in order to worship. I have, I have, I have not even slaughtered this. I bought meat. Mm. I, I, slaughtered it. I slaughtered it in order for, for you to eat meat. Uh, 
I, I, I did not take this meat and go and speak to, to the dead about it mm-hmm. and spill blood to the ground. I did, there was no ritual. Uh, that was uh, uh, that was practiced before uh, this this animal was slaughtered. Mm. Explain it. Explain it. I said, please enjoy the meat. Eat it with a clear conscience. Uh, it, 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 it's just not for you. But you remember mm-hmm. uh, my parents. If you were able then to do things for your parents, tell them that I did, I'm not just doing this uh, for them. When they were alive, they ate a lot of meat because I got the meat. They don't need any meat. They had enough meat. Uh, I, I'm not doing anything for the death. So those things are, are... But if you don't say that, and then people are suspicious. In my culture, because of culture, uh, uh, people who go to church, they, they, they worship ancestors. But now when they slaughter something, they, they call people and say, we go to a little dinner. <laughs> we invite you to a dinner. Now you can imagine a dinner that invites 2,000 people. But we know that when they say there's a little dinner and they slaughter an animal uh, in the evening, the, the previous day, at night. There was a blood. ritual. There was a ritual, isn't it? Yeah. So explain things. Mm. There's nothing wrong in giving people that they be food and uh, having a good time singing songs. And then sharing the things that uh, the old people taught you, uh, things that were good, and share them. If your grandfather was even a believer, I, that, that's even more when you talk about it, what he taught. Then that becomes what we call an evangelistic outreach. That's a to reach out to, the, uh, to, to others who are sinners. And you can imagine when you remember uh, your, your, your father was passed on, and many people get saved on that occasion. Does that glorify God? It does. It does glorify God. Yeah. That I, there's a there's a message and a question that I'd like to share with you. So, hello, Shalom Jay, joining us on 082-657-MY-FAMILY-2729. In case you've also got a question that you would like to ask Mfundisi on this topic, we will not open the lines because of time. But that WhatsApp line, you can even send a voice note, is 082-657-2729. Uh, blessings, Mfundisi. Is it then right to say, when you have come to the sonship of Yahweh, you have left your earthly traditions, culture, customs, etc. You are now bound by the kingdom of Elohim and his way of doing first, since we are spirit first and flesh second. Like you said, the word first and only the things that are in line with it. Uh, that person has uh, correctly understood what I was saying, and I really, really appreciate it. Amen. I can't add. I can't. I can't add anything. We worship Yahweh. We worship Jehovah of the, uh, of heaven, hmm. and uh, it is Jehovah Himself who said, uh, "You shall respect your mother and father." Hmm. Uh, this is the first commandment with the promise. And if you do so, God will extend your days on earth. Don't respect them when they are dead. Respect them while they are alive. Sure, that's very powerful. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, now the issue of uh, truly 
uh, following the word of God, filtering everything through the word is important. That, that, but now, mm-hmm. you remember when we started this program, you, 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 you stressed, uh, uh, Ayanda, that we want to, to focus on the word of God. Mm, now, if we don't read the Bible, if we don't know the Bible, how will you filter things through the Bible? We won't. So, which means we must read the Bible constantly. Hmm. Not because we're looking for favorite verses. We read the Bible just from Genesis to Revelation to get acquainted with the Word of God so that you can filter everything through the Word of God. And you must not compromise anything that contradicts the Word of God, you don't accept it. Amen. Okay. No civile data. So here's a question. I want to read out this question, um, Dada, before we take a break and then you can you can respond when we come back. Um okay. he- hello hello Mam Kudzi. Mam Kudzi is saying, uh sis Ayanda, good morning Mfundi see. Um I'm listening to Babandindili talking about uh the departed. My question is I lost my father in June and couldn't go home because of the lockdown. So in that case when I go home, should I not go to my father's grave because as it is i sometimes feel like i see him i need closure what should i do or if for a minute another question okay let me let me also just play this voice note okay so somebody's trying i don't know what's happening here so if you okay somebody's trying somebody's sending voice notes and deleting them i'm not sure what's happening we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna run out of time my family if you're going to do that hey and we're not going to be able to uh, get through to your voice note. I want to get through to all the messages that are before we cross over so that you can you can just think through it. As Christians, we are biblically based. The day you accept Jesus as Lord and Savior, you leave all and follow what Christ says. If there's no verse that supports that statement is invalid, the dead know nothing. Um, how can I respect somebody who does not even hear me? I'm sure that you will Absolutely, completely agree with that one. Uh, okay. Yeah, before we comment, maybe let me just play this voice note and then go to the break and then we'll come back and just comment on those three on those three matters. You will repeat the second one and come back. Okay, Dad. Uh, Christian communities uh, permitted to marry in three months' time when the spouse has died. Oh. Doesn't it affect the commu- the Christian community and the families? Okay, thank you very much for that question, Dada. That's another, I mean, it's a culture-related question. Um, thank you, Mama Banga. Mama Banga, Dada, is asking, you know, with regards to mourning periods, because I think what she's saying is that if you if you are mourning, can you then marry three, what basically the question is, how long should you mourn before you remarry? Okay. Okay. So let's take a break and then we'll come back and respond to those questions. Okay. Fabulous. Um, it's Radio Pulpit. My family will come back and respond to those questions. And uh, if you've got any other burning 30 seconds question on 82 One vision, one voice, one message. Radio Pulpit, 657 AM and 729 Cape Pulpit. Impacting lives from Gauteng to the Cape. 
It's Radio Pope with my family, seven minutes before the top of the hour. In case you've just joined us and you're wondering, hey, why are those people discussing ancestors so early in the morning? Well, we've been dealing with this, uh, a series on salvation and some of the questions that did come through when, when, when we were being taught, you know, about some of, uh, the, the, the areas where we struggle the most, you know, is, 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 is indeed this issue of ancestors. And Joey, who asked the question, says, uh, thank you, Prof. You understand, you understand, you answered my question and now I understand. So the question did come from Joey and she wanted to understand why is it that even though we are now in the body of Christ, we are now Christians, that we still uh, sometimes go and, uh, and, uh, and uh, acknowledge or even worship ancestors. So that is where we are at, uh, my family. Uh, the two questions that were asked, the first one about, um, you know, the sad passing, Miyagatada um, Sis Stephanie's dad, what happens now? What does she do? When she goes home, there is nothing wrong. Uh, it depends from culture to culture. In my culture, mm. there's a phrase that is used. Let me use it quickly as it is. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, it's, uh, when someone passes away, when you are not there, uh, uh, when you go home, we are going to flat. Because when a person dies, you say, uh, let ash to the ashes and, the, yes. uh, and so forth. Mm-hmm. Now, there is nothing wrong then when someone dies and you are not there, and then to go to the grave. You go there to go and make a closure. Mm. Uh, you have to make a closure. I think that's very helpful, Mum. Daphne, condolences to you, my dear, and we sure hope that Mfundese um, has been able to respond to that question. And uh, I pray that, you know, when you do go home, that the Lord goes with you and that you amen. indeed will be comforted. Amen, 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 amen. Amen. So the second question is the issue of uh, uh, waiting. Morning. Yes. But we've literally uh, got a minute, Dada, for, for that question. We, we've got a minute to respond to it. Yeah, that's right. 
Okay. Um, mourning uh, differs from uh, from people to people. You know that even the people uh, they mourn to people for many many uh, sometimes for days, sometimes for a month. Uh, really, uh, mourning uh, is something that you, you, you discuss as a family. Uh, let's assume that uh, mm-hmm. you are just about to get married, and then there was this uh, uh, death happened. And then the elders met and decided that uh, it would be proper to show to rejoice because yes. marriage is, is an occasion for rejoicing, to rejoice when someone has died. Mm. And let's postpone it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you talk, uh, the elders uh, talk and decide if that is just a, uh, an administrative matter. Mm. It's not even a religious matter. It's just a, a, a administrative matter. Uh, when must you then uh, uh, have a festive, festive, festivity? Mm-hmm. Um, so we can't be legalistic there. And say yeah, no, we can't be legalistic. Uh, let the elders talk and decide when you can get married. I know you want to get married. You love this man. Let's mourn and finish and then allow me to get married. And then that that could be decided by, by the uh, by the elders. There's no scripture that talks to that issue. But it's something that the elders can talk about. But then you must respect the elder. Amen. Well, the doctors respect those who are old. If they say uh, you can't get married until a month is over, that's, that, that is sensible. But if they say you can't marry, marry until the only is finished, that is not reasonable. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then you can uh, beg them and tell them that uh, I love uh, my grandfather and I, I will respect him. But I really would want to get married within two months and so forth. Dada, let me please do this. I'm sorry for interrupting you. I'm terribly sorry. So I want to play all these voice notes that are coming so that, uh, you know, we can just sit on them and obviously we can only respond next week. But I do want us to just go through all of them before we, we sign out. Can we do that? Pastor? Good morning. Um. Okay, so I think that voice note is still recording. Let's see if we will have time for this one. Good morning, Mayanda, uh, the professor. Mm-hmm. There are two things that I'm picking up here on this beautiful topic. And then first one, I oh. think... Um, okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm just wanting to take uh, questions so that Mfuntisi can note them for next week, my family. Let's see if we can squeeze that one. I don't think we'll be able to do that. We have to cross over. Dada, uh, if we would like to get hold of you for those people who can't wait for next week's Sunday because now all the questions are coming in, where do we find you? Um, is there an email address like Sukfumanapi? There's a, there's a phone number if they want to phone, mm-hmm. and you are free to give them the phone number. You have it, mm-hmm. and uh, if they want to email, they can they can send it to. Uh, it's best best if they send a vote. Okay. If if you give them my number. Okay. Uh, but the email is v 
V-N-T-I-N-T-I-L-I at gmail.com. Fabulous. But the voice note would even be better than I can respond to those voice notes. Oh. And you can also note them the next week when we meet, we can begin with them. Because these are real issues. No, they are, Dad. They absolutely uh, are real can't issues. can't them over. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much, Dad. I to bless you and we'll certainly catch up with you next week and we will start from where we left off today. Thank you. Give them Deuteronomy 18 verse 11. Deuteronomy 18 verse 11. That is where and, yeah. and how we close it. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much, Dadam. Thank you so much to Professor Ndindili, my family. It's vndindili at gmail.com. We will, you know, I'm going to compile a proper, you know, uh, contact list for Udada. We will give it out next week. So what I'm going to do with these voice notes, I'm going to forward them all uh, to him. And then we will uh, come back and respond next week. It's just after seven. And we are crossing over now to church here on Radio Pulpit. We love you. Have a fabulous week ahead. The search continues for top quality South African Christian music. If you are a new artist or releasing a new CD, then send it to Radio Pulpit. For more information, please visit the Radio Pulpit website. That's www.radiopulpit.co.za. Or phone us during office hours. 012-334-1200. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. The words of the Lord are words of life. Your heart is on 657 AM.